we have uh, made it to chapter Chavches, uh, which is really the last of a triad of um, Prakim here, uh, dealing with uh, what happens when uh, the Yitzhahara wants to knock us down, wants to make us depressed uh, with these Eitzahs from coming from this angle. So up until now, we've been talking about, in chapter uh, Chavzayin, we've been talking about uh, when the Yitzhahara wants to, uh, sort of speak, knock us down, even in a time <coughs> of uh, where we're working in the world, where we're doing things of that nature in the world. Um, and he gave us a whole list of reasons why this is really just a strategy of the Yitzhahara, and we have to be aware of it. And when a person's aware of it, he knows how to deal with it, especially if he's learned the, uh, uh, the plan of action that the Alter Rebbe set forth. So now we're going to turn to the idea of what happens when things go wrong during davening, when things go wrong when I'm learning, uh, when I'm involved in holy things and, and things are not going the way I want them to be going. Okay, so let's jump in. And let's analyze a little bit the, the beginning of this. So he says like this: Perak Chavches about filu. We start off with uh, we first start off with regular like when you're doing regular things, not about the shem, and then the next, and then this parak we're talking about about shem. Why do you put it in this yeah, it order? The, yeah, it should be the other order. Um, well, most of the time, as opposed to davening, most of the day is spent doing work or whatever. Maybe that's the reason why. But I don't know. I didn't see it anywhere <clears throat> that people uh, discussed it. I'm sure it's somewhere, but I just didn't find it yet. But if you find it, let me know. So it's just like this. Okay, so let's say if these negative thoughts, taivas and all different types of machshavazaras come to a person in a time when he is involved in learning or in involved in davening bekavana. Uh, okay, so... Um, We've noticed this on a, on, on a number of occasions in Tanya where um, he adds an, an extra word uh, in one place in comparison to the other place. So if you go back, if you go back to the beginning of Chavzayin, let's just read the beginning of Chavzayin if you, and let's see if you can figure out what's going on in terms of the difference between Chavzayin and Chavchas. It says like this, the beginning, the first line of Chavzayin. So it says like this: "Ve'im ha'atzvus ena medaygas avoynos elam hihurim ra'im v'taivus ra'os shenayiflos b'machshavaso." Here we says, "Ah, oh, here we say what? Im nayiflos hihurim taivus v'shar machshavas zaros." So uh, interesting that he adds here, not just mihihurim ra'im taivus ra'os. Uh, but he also adds the idea of machshava zaras. So the question that, that whenever you have uh, a language like that, that is similar, right, but he's adding a word. Like if you remember in um, yesterday's class, right, we also discussed the idea of the difference between when a person holds himself back from doing something that is aser compared to when he holds himself back from doing something that is mutter, Right? Over there by the Asr, it said, he brought that it's Istalik Yikarda Kuchibricho Bakula Almin, right? That's what he said. However, when he said that he holds himself back even from something that is Mutter, he says, right, Istalik Yikarda Kuchibricho Vikidushaso. 
right? So he added a word. Because he was trying to teach us something. Now the Rebbe was trying to tell us something with this extra word. Similarly here. Over here we see that, again, we're talking about Yehurim, Raim, Taivas, all these things like this. But now he adds also Machshava Zaras. So what the Alter Rebbe is bringing out here is the idea that any type of thought that is not completely focused on his davening or his learning, when he's in the middle of davening, for example, or when he's in the middle of learning, is considered also in the same category as a hero or a taiva or something like that. When he's in the middle of business, so he has to be thinking about business. He has to be thinking about what he's inputting into the computer, you know, these types of inyanim. When he's in davening, however, he could have a hirhura, right, of a taiva of some sort, of some sort of desire that he has. But he could also have just a machshava that he's thinking all of a sudden about, uh, you know, about uh, his business day, for example. It's not a, it's not a taiva. It's not a, you know, a taiva ra that all of a sudden it's flashing something in front of his face that he shouldn't be thinking about. He's thinking about, uh, you know, something dealing with, the, with what he has to do over the course of the day. That's called the machshava zar. Now, another interesting point that he brings here is bishas avodah b'toyra or b'tefillah b'kavana. In other words, he adds another word here. What's the word that he's adding? Obviously b'kavana, right? What's going on? So, what he's saying is like this. If a person is just like randomly reading the words of davening and he's not mamish focusing and he's not mamish, you know, putting the effort in for davening the way he's supposed to be davening, so of course that all different machshavas are going to pop into his head because he's not, he's not even there. So there's nothing to talk about. Over here we're talking about a person that is putting tremendous effort into davening. So a person can say to himself, oh, I'm putting all this effort into davening and, and still all these machshavas are popping up into my mind. So therefore I should go and become depressed because nothing's really happening and I'm you know, not getting anywhere. But if a person is just like rattling off the words... Right? So what do you expect? Of course there's going to be Machshavazaras popping into your mind. Because that's all you're, you're anyway in the Machshavazara frame of mind. Let's put it that way. That's what you're holding. You understand what I'm saying? <coughs> so that's what he adds here with each word. So he says like this. Al yashis lev alehem. El yasiach daisam mehem kerega. So again, he brings the same point that he's been bringing all along with regards to these negative thoughts that a person needs to immediately when the negative thought comes up into his mind in the middle of his davening in the middle of his learning he has to be able to recognize this is a negative thought and when he recognizes it's a negative thought he needs to immediately he needs to immediately change directions right now here comes a whole discussion, but we need background to this discussion. The background to this discussion is rooted in uh, the Maimarim of the Baal Shem Tov and the Magid and a number of the students of the Magid of a, a very important idea in Hasidic literature, which is that everything in this world has a godly spiritual root to it, including Machshavas. Every single thing that's happening has a holy, godly root back at its 
quote unquote, back out of the source. So the Baal Shem Tov speaks about an idea which is known, I, I would call it in English, lifting up the thoughts back up to the root, which means essentially like this. Let's say that a person is, uh, all of a sudden, a thought pops into his mind. He's in the middle of his davening, whatever, he's in the middle of learning, and he thinks about a taiva that he has for this delicious ice cream. Let's call it like that, right? Now, every thought, as well as everything, is coming from one of the kaychas lemaila, right? One of the one of the spheres lemaila, right? It's in, it comes into my kayach, and it comes out. It's expressed in this machshava, right? But it's really rooted in one of the spheres lemaila. Now, what does that mean? So, for example, the idea of a taiva. What's it, what is it really about, a taiva? A taiva is a desire for something, a lust for something, right? So that is coming from the midah of ava. Following? Now, the midah of ava, lamaila, obviously is all good. How does it express itself? An ava sashem, right? That's a, that would be an ava. So the fact that this Machshava comes into my mind down here below, and it comes out as and is expressed as a taiva for, for example, the ice cream that I was just talking about, means that if I take this machshava and I trace it back to its source, I can trace it back all the way to chesed of the upper worlds. The upper worlds, we'll call it. We're not exactly, you know, we don't have to label it exactly, right? So now. With that in mind, a person, it talks about, the Abal Shem Tov discusses this idea that a person should be able to take a machshava zara that pops into his mind and be able to lift it back up to, so to speak, around, back up to its source. Why? Because there's clearly a spark that's in this machshava, a holy spark that's in this machshava. And that holy spark came down in order for me to lift it up. In the same way, in the same manner that when I take a, you know, I bite into an apple and I make a bracha and I have the right kavana, I'm lifting up the spark of holiness from this apple in order that it should go back up to its source of holiness. So just like we see with the gashmi stick of food that I'm eating and I'm making a bracha on it and I'm lifting it up. So similarly, the fact that I'm having this machshava implies to me that this is my avoda that I'm supposed to be lifting up this nitzus. That's the background. Okay, so what the Alter Rebbe is going to say here is, uh, let's just speak it out ahead of time, and then we'll then we'll read it inside. What the Alter Rebbe is going to say here is, okay, so now you're in the middle of davening, and all of a sudden you have this desire for this ice cream. So really, the desire for the ice cream is coming from the midah of Chesed, and it's coming from the midah of Chesed of Kedusha. It just it fell down here all the way below. So therefore, there's a spark inside this machshava for this ice cream, right from a holy place, so therefore I should work on focusing on lifting it back up to its holy source. That's what the Baal Shem Tov talks about, right? And it's discussed by some of uh, right, the students of, the, of, of uh, also the Magid, right, in different Tzvarim, <coughs> that maybe I should be involved in this. So when I am mamish working hard in my learning, and I have all of a sudden this idea that I need to eat this ice cream, so I should realize it's a message from God. The message from God is that my avoda is that I need to elevate this spark. 
Kapish? Now that is the opposite of what we just said. Because what we just said was, as soon as you have a machshava zara, a hirura, whatever it is, right? Immediately, what am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to take my mind completely away from it and focus on back on my davening, on my learning, whatever it is. So the, how could the Alter Rebbe apparently be going against what, right, what the Baal Shem Tov is talking about? How could you even say such a thing? The Alter Rebbe's whole life is just about expressing the teachings of the Baal Shem Tov and <coughs> bringing them out to the world. Got it? That's the background. Now, what the Alter Rebbe is going to say is that it's true there is such an avoida. But that avoida is not an avoida for the regular person. That avoida is an avoida for tzaddikim, who are holding on such a level. If I am holding on not such a level, I'm holding on the level of the, really what I'm holding is mamish in the ice cream itself, right? How do you expect to lift up that hirhur, that nitsus, that spark above if I'm stuck below? You can't do such a thing. So what the Alter Rebbe is doing here essentially is saying, okay, you probably are familiar with this idea. And I just said the opposite of this idea. Because I said, as soon as this machshava comes into your mind, push it away with two hands, jump back to where you're going, don't even get involved at all. Don't get into the whole argument with it. Don't. But you're going against what the Baal Shem The Baal Shem Tov is talking about Sadiqim. This is a book for the Bainini. That's what this book is for. And as such, I have to recognize first and foremost, who am I? What is my place? When I recognize who am I and what is my place, I recognize what is my avoda. And so therefore, that is not my avoda. Right? So that's the idea. And look at the words that he uses here. He says like this, Vagam That's a very strong language. Don't be a fool. Don't be a fool to think that you should be involved in elevating the mida of this machshava, meaning the spark of chesed, the kedusha that's found in this machshava, in the case that I was just explaining, in the scenario that I just painted, right? Don't think that you can possibly do such an avoda. Don't be a fool. Why not? So the reason why is because that instruction from the Baal Shem Tov was not meant for me. That instruction of the Baal Shem Tov is meant for Tzadikim. That's who it's meant for. Because they are not shayich to these machshav azaras. So if they're not shayich to these machshav azaras, so what, what are you giving them this piece of uh, <laughs> instruction for? Like, very nice. Let me, let's, you know, what do you mean? Believe me, Atzadik is not going to be diving into a hearer of, 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 of the ice cream. So if that's the case, he's not going to... So what, what are we even talking about? Who, in other words, how could you possibly say that? We just got through saying in chapter 10 that a tzaddik never even has a machshavazara like that. 
He doesn't have a hero. He doesn't have a drive for, for ice cream and everything that ice cream pr- represents in this case. So, like, why would you think that that's the vote of the tzaddik? Connected with everyone else's. What? Connected with everyone else's. So, so the point is, is that every soul, right, that's down here, is like a branch on a tree. And a tzaddik is like the roots of the tree or the trunk of the tree. So when the wind, so to speak, blows and it shakes, it doesn't shake usually the roots or it doesn't shake the trunk of the tree. It shakes the leaves. It shakes the the loose branches, right? But sometimes those branches, when the wind is so heavy, will also shake the, the trunk of the tree. So to bring the muscle into, you know, bring it back home, what's happening is, is that the tzaddik is connected to the regular person. The regular person is connected to the tzaddik. So when the regular person has this machshava, the tzaddik is connected to him. And therefore, the tzaddik will pick up with his radar screen that machshava. When that happens to a tzaddik, so the tzaddik has an avoda of what to do. Why is this machshava coming into this person right now? Because the tzaddik has the avoda. What's the avoda? The avoda is elevate the spark of that machshava. That's the avoda of a tzaddik. That's not my avoda. Why? Because like it says, Aval mi shenoifelo mishelo. However, a person has to recognize who he is. Who am I? I'm a wannabe Bainani. If I'm a wannabe Bainani, I am connected down here below. In a very real, strong way. If I'm connected below, how am I supposed to lift something up above? Impossible. I'm not made for that. That's not, that's not within my realm of capabilities. If I'm five foot two, I'm not going to be able to slam a ball into a 10 foot hoop. It's just not Shaykh. That's just not who I am, which is fine. That's not necessarily my avoda. I don't have to become a professional basketball player. I could choose something else. Professional ice skating. Maybe professional ice skating. Could be. Right, with all the trolls, right? In other words, the point being the point being that I have to recognize who I am. And when I recognize who I am, then by definition, I will not get involved in a voida that's not my avoda. So this is why the Alta Rebbe says that my job is take my mind away from it. That's my job. It's popping up into me. Recognize it as a distraction. If it's a distraction, I have to ignore it. I have to go back to what I'm doing. It's not something that I should get involved in. Yeah, Avram, you had a question? No, I was going to ask, I was going to ask, how, the Al-Tareb is going to say, the is going to say that Tzadik has a Makhshavazarev, and I was thinking, I had Al-Tareb and Tanya, the answer. Okay, good. Okay, so we got it. Okay. Is that clear? So therefore, a person, first of all, he's, he's explaining what he has to do. 
Now, obviously, a person could be saying to himself, oh my gosh, you know, what a low life I am. I'm sitting here trying to daven bakavana, and I'm thinking about ice cream. So he's saying, this is, this is, first and foremost, let's understand what needs to happen. First and foremost, we have to take our mind away from that ice cream. We have to focus on what we're supposed to be focusing on. We have to learn how to, when something is coming into my mind, I have to learn how to be the master of my own brain. I have to be in charge of what I'm going to think. I'm not just going to let any, you know, any person into my house. I have the door is locked, and I can decide. Right? There's a very famous story, Siddish Maisa, with regards to this, with regards to, um, can't remember who it was with. Maybe it was with Zev Wolf of Jitomir. Uh, I don't remember. But uh, basically, a student of the Magid was, uh, he was, uh, he was uh, sent, you know, he always said to, uh, to, to his teacher, to the Rebbe, that, you know, how do you control, you know, Machshavazars from coming into your mind? So he goes, he says, oh, go to my student. Let's say it was Zev Wolf, you know, uh, so he goes to uh, this, this person. And it's, you know, getting into the nighttime. And, you know, he sees the house is lit up and knocks on the door. And he's knocking on the door. And, and, and no one's answering. You know, it's starting to get very cold outside. It's, it's the middle of the Ukraine. You know, it's freezing cold. Uh, he's knocking and knocking and knocking. And no, one, and no one's answering. You know, knocking, 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 knocking. Nothing, nothing's going on, nothing's going on. You know, he's starting to get, you know, exasperated. He, until finally, he's just so cold, he just like, sits down on the, at the doorstep and, you know, whatever. And after some time, all of a sudden, he opens up the door. There's two versions of the story. I heard. One version of the story is that, uh, that uh, you know, welcomes him in, feeds him, whatever. He takes care of him, takes care of him after, you know, a couple of days, right? Uh, you know, he says... Uh, you know, by the way, why are you here? He says, well, the Magid told me to come to, to, to find out, you know, how are you able to control your Machshav Azaras? But I don't know, you know, that's why he came. So Rabbi Zev Wolf says to him, I already taught you that on the first moment that you came here. When someone's knocking at the door, you don't have to answer the door. You don't have to let them in. And same thing with our minds. When something's knocking on our minds, somebody's knocking on the door of our minds, you don't have to let it in. You can decide not to. No big deal. But the first thing that a person has to do is he has to become aware. Aware of what's going on in his brain. What's the other version? What? What's the other version? The other version is he, he, he asks him right away, well, why didn't you let me in? He says, what do you mean? I was teaching you a lesson that the Magid sent you to, to learn, which is <laughs> that, you know, just because you're knocking on the door doesn't mean I have to let you in. <coughs> That's the idea. But again, the most important part of this whole thing is even just to be aware of what's going on in your brain. Most of us, are, uh, that from what I can tell, are not even aware. It's just like, shh, it's like rapid fire. And it's like you don't even realize that what the roller coaster ride you're going on. And that's it. But being aware of what's going on in your brain and being aware that I can be the manager of my thoughts is, 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 is very powerful. Okay, so the, the Alter Rebbe is telling us a piece of advice here that the bottom line is 
Stop thinking about it. Get back to work. That's not your that's not your avoda. Don't also the other thing that he's point, pointing out here, which is such an important lesson, is don't try to be someone that you're not. Don't try to be someone that you're not. You were sent to this world for your own specialized personal mission. And no one else can do it. Be besimcha with who you are and recognize what your place is and what your mission is. Don't try to do someone else's mission. That's not your, that's not your avoda. This is your avoda. Okay, so my avoda, I know what I have to do. I have to push it away. That's what he says. Ach, afal pikein. Al yipolibo bekirbo. Lios mize atsuv nibza bishas avoida. Shitzarch lios besimcharaba. So now, going back to being aware of what's going on in your mind, a person has to recognize again, one more time, that who. Right? What is the touchdown of the other team? The other de- team's touchdown is make me depressed. Make me sad. Make me upset. Make me give up hope. That is the Sitra Acher's objective. So he's going to use anything that he has to get me to that point. Right now, what is he going to say? He's going to say, look at you. You are such a low life. Even in the middle of davening, this is what you're thinking about? You're talking to God. And you're thinking about this? Come on. You know, how long have you been from for? How long have you been doing this for? And this is what you're thinking about? This is how low you are? You are a real loser. That is what the Yitzhahara is, is going to tell you. And a person could be like, oh, you're right. You know, it's true. I am. I like, look at me. I'm like, I'm sitting here. I'm trying to daven. I'm trying to do my best. I'm trying to talk to God. I'm trying to, you know, do what I'm supposed to do. <clears throat> what am I thinking about? I'm thinking about the craziest, stupid, crazy things. I must really be a low life. I must really be a loser. I must really be. And it causes him to get to that depression. Once again, the Yitzhahara. Goal of the Eitzahara. I know what the goal of the Eitzahara is. What does he have to do? He has to realize first and foremost that his goal is not to allow the Eitzahara to win. Not to allow himself to get to that point where he's feeling sad or depressed or upset or anything like that. Especially not right now. Right now is not the time. If you remember back to the end of chapter 26, we talked about the same idea. About who's setting the agenda. Right now is not my time to, you know, you want, you want to get depressed? Okay, we'll discuss it later. But right now, this is not the time. Right now, right, you missed the shot. You came down the court, you took the shot, you missed. Don't get depressed right now about missing the shot. There are 30 seconds left. You got to get back on defense. Right now is not the time. It's not the time to be thinking about why did I miss the shot. Right now, I have to get back and play for my team. I can't be thinking, oh, I'm, I'm not going to win the MVP now. Or how could I have done such a terrible thing? Me, the great me. Right? Can't think that way. Right now, you're in the middle of the game. Get back on defense. The same thing here. I have to be besimcha. 
How do I serve the Abishter? I serve the Abishter. I serve God with happiness. With my davening, with my learning, with my... Da- right now, stay away from me. This is not what I'm supposed to be thinking. That's what he says here. Don't let your heart drop inside of itself. Depressed, right, and disgusted with himself. He has to be b'simcha rabba. El Adraba, the opposite. Yoiser. You have to make yourself even stronger. Instead, right, instead, what do I have to do? I have to I have to like make myself even happier. I have to like really, really turn myself on. I have to squeeze myself more and more. You know, like when a person is like feeling like, you know, when he's, uh, let's say he's running in a race or something like that, and he feels like he's, he's about, to, you know, he's losing his energy and he's getting tired or whatever. And he thinks to himself, no, I have to get, I have to give myself more strength. I have to build myself up. I have to turn myself up. And you get yourself, you know, all revved up. That's what I have to do. At that moment, I have to rev myself up. That's my goal. That's my, that's my mission at that moment. Not to allow myself to, 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 fall into the hands and the, and the strategy of the Yetzirah. The Yetzirah wants to get me down, wants to get me depressed, wants to get me to give up. Oh, why bothering? Why bother finishing the race? Anyway, you're not going to win. Anyway, you're not such a good runner. Anyway, you're not doing this. Oh, why bother even, uh, you know, davening? Look at you. You're davening. You call this davening? This is ridiculous. This is not davening. You call yourself a chassid? What kind of person are you anyway? What kind of, you know, you're talking to God when you're thinking about, uh, let's not even mention. What kind of person are you? This is, the, this is all the traps of the Yitzhahara. But once you know the end game of the Yitzhahara, you could spot it from a million miles away. You spot all of the words, all of the traps that the Yitzhahara is setting for us. And you have to tell the Yitzhahara, jump in the lake. Right? Because I, you have to rev yourself up. And you have to be even more besimcha. That doesn't mean more besimcha that you have to go dancing around, jumping up and down. That's not what it means. It means in your inside, be besimcha, be, be, rev yourself up, put yourself more effort into whatever you're doing. Because you know you're not going to allow the Yitzhahara to win. That's your goal. That's your end goal. And because you know what the end game of the Yitzhahara is, so you know where it's coming from. Right? And that's the point. Okay, we're going to continue this point in Mitzvah Hashem uh, in tomorrow's class. What does IMH mean?